Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Billy B.J. Jones, the host of Everyday Folks Radio podcast segment titled B.J. Speaks, a conversation with. Today is July 13th. This is a live podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If at any time you'd like to speak to me or my esteemed guest who you're about to meet, at any time during this live podcast, you can call me at 347-539-5372. Again, that call-in is 347-539-5372. And I know that many of you are a little shy and you prefer to inbox me with your questions, comments, and requests. You may do so at everydayfolkslisten, that is everydayfolks with an S, listen at gmail.com. Or you can go to my Instagram, which is open right now, and you can go to drbillyjones. Your DMs and your inquiries are always appreciated. Special shout-out to a few organizations to the South Florida Writers Association, to the incredible work that you're doing. I see that you're venturing out back on ground and doing amazing things for up and coming and emerging writers. Congratulations. And to all my thought leaders, there's so many opportunities in this new digital uh, atmosphere. You know, it's not life, it's not the new, the next new normal. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's not the new normal, it's the next normal. This is a great opportunity for creatives, entrepreneurs and alike to really reimagine the things that they're doing, and to take their dreams, visions, and workplaces to new levels. Today, I am with privilege to have a dear colleague who is no, no, no stranger to the Everyday Folks family. His name is Mitchell Levy. Global credibility expert Mitchell Levy is a two-time TEDx speaker and international best-selling author of over 60 books. After interviewing 500 thought leaders on credibility, He created the Credibility Nation community, published a five-country international best-selling book, delivered a TEDx, created courses, and is working on getting the definition of credibility rewritten in the dictionary. He's an accomplished entrepreneur who has created 20 businesses in Silicon Valley, including four publishing companies that have published over 750 books. He's provided strategic consulting to hundreds of companies and has been the chairman of the board of, of a board of a NASDAQ um, mystic company. Mitchell has been happily married for 31 years and part of COVID-19 regularly spent four week, four, four weeks a year in Europe with family and friends. And I got to say one more thing before I get, let him on this, as I shared earlier is, 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 is Mitchell Levy is a, a favorite here at everyday folks. We're super excited to have him. If you haven't gone into Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and listen to his uh, premiere episode on Everyday Folks, BJ Speaks, December 3rd, 2017. It's almost four years ago. We are very honored to have you back. Welcome back, Mitchell. Billy, it's great. It's great to be here. I, I, I love your voice and how you read the bio, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I have to share, I, I myself went back, whenever I do a reunion episode, I go back and listen to the previous episode. That was four years ago, Mitchell. And you've done some amazing work. I, I, I've seen what you've been doing. I follow you on social media. And I have to say, it's, it's truly an honor to have you back, you know, with all the incredible things you're doing. 
you never you always take time to give back to those who are you know who are doing incredible things and supporting individuals other entrepreneurs so for that i thank you oh you're, you're welcome thanks for having me and i have to ask you though there's you know one of the biggest questions that often comes in from folks a credibility expert what's a credibility expert for those of you who have not listened to the december 3rd show four years ago this is a great opportunity to learn now that's so interesting i have no idea what i said then <laughs> and i'm not even sure oh actually i wouldn't have said it then because it no, wasn't you were the until, aha guy you were it the was aha until guy. 2019 yes. that i actually rebranded myself into mm. Uh, global credibility expert, and even then, I'm not sure I could have answered it until until interviewing 500 thought leaders. So, right. So, to answer your question, what is what is a, a global credibility expert? It's somebody who can look at the dictionary definition of the word credibility and say that's not enough. Right. It's a person who could who could determine with absolute clarity um, what what is credible and what is not, and how is that defined. So. Let me give you the definition of credibility and then show you how a credibility expert can actually help you determine. And all the stuff that I do is also available to, because it's all documented, can all be turned into AI and other um, computer automation. Mm -hmm. So credibility, the way it's defined in the dictionary, mm -hmm. is only one-third accurate. Credibility today is the, it's defined as the quality in which one is trusted. Now, let me just put a seed in the ground if you want me to talk about why that's yeah. there, Billy, just ask me. Um, the way the definition needs to be upgraded, it's, and we know the phrase, mm -hmm. it's the quality in which you are known, liked, and trusted. Okay. And the thing that's interesting, the reason for that, actually, I will, I, 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 I'm just going to go into it if that's all right. So go for the it. reason for that is the definition in the dictionary is based on an older time. Let's, let's just say prior to the internet, when we had gatekeepers, mm -hmm. we had gatekeepers of who was gonna be published. So the book mm -hmm. publishers told us who we were gonna read. The recording studios told us who we were gonna to listen to. Mm -hmm. And the broadcast media told us who we were going to watch on the big and small screen. We now have the democratization of media where anyone who, who wants to can have a camera and a microphone and instantaneous access to the world, the gatekeepers no longer exist. Mm -hmm. So in the old days, the gatekeepers would say, this is the author, you sh they are credible. Mm -hmm. So what they're really meaning, what they really meant to say, this is the author we're putting out there. You need to trust that they have the right answers and buy their books so we can make money. Right, right. Okay. So yep. listen, you got your own camera, you got your own video. What you need to do is you need to actually allow people to trust you. Mm -hmm. They then get to need to know you, mm -hmm. not know of you, but know you. And then they need to like you. And that's really important, you know, in this love-hate world. And so the, uh, the ability to know, like, and trust. So I've helped having interviewed 500 people define what, know, like, trust is, what are the 10 components? So a credibility expert is someone who can help the world understand what is credible and what is not credible. Mm, thank you for that, Mitchell. And speaking of the word credibility, a lot, it, it, I think sometimes folks get confused a bit with credibility 
credibility is the overarching theme or the, the, the umbrella by which all these other components fall because you mentioned likability. One of the things I find very often, when fo- especially in, in, in the professional world, um, in, in the publishing world, we meet everyone wants that, you know, folks want the recognition because the recognition, the recognition brings value or adds value, right? So when people are on, in the pursuit of credibility or wanting to build their credibility, what should be, in your opinion, the one thing that they consider as they're making that first step? You know, for instance, if I wanted to start a podcast five and a half years ago, you met me a year, a year and a half after that I had started this launch. I am not the same podcaster I was when I first started because now I see myself differently. You know, so what, but if there are some things I could look back and say, really, if there's one thing that you could work on that could have, you know, really helped you move forward, it could have been this. What are some of those recommendations for those folks who are taking that first leap of faith to step into these arenas where credibility matters? What are some of the things that you recommend to them that they really consider? You know, I'd love you to, I, I'd love you to pinpoint your question. So I'll give you an answer, but, sure. but you have to tell me whether or not that's the right, the right okay. area. Okay. What I can do is tell you three things people do as mistakes or three things you need to do to, to be successful. But I wanted to make sure I got to, because you said one thing. Is there, sure. So I don't know if there's ever only one thing. Okay. All right. I'll so, take what you give me. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think what we'll do is, is we'll say, if I'm going to pick one thing, it's clarity of focus of who you serve. Um, okay. If I'm going to say one thing only that represents credibility, it's clarity of focus of who you serve. Okay. Now, if I'm going to add a second thing to that, I would say it's, it's along the lines of integrity. It's having the, uh, in, the ability to say what you're going to do and do what you say. So if you know who you're serving, serve mm-hmm. leadership, one component of credibility, and you, you actually have the integrity to say what you do and do what you say, important. I'd say, I'd probably, by the way, I'm walking through the 10 components of credibility. Um, okay. the, the, the next thing is you need to make it clear that people can see that you have the intent and commitment to do the right thing. Right? Mm-hmm. And so let me... Let me answer. I, I, you know, I said those four things, and I'm not as excited about the answers as, as I wanted to. Let me, let me, let me give a different approach, if you don't mind. Okay. And since you watched the TED Talk, for those, if you want mm-hmm. more detail, I, I did a TED Talk in credibility. Let me, let me share the, the shocking thing. We can stop anytime. The shocking statistics that came out of the TED Talk. Go for it. Okay. So I've now interviewed 600 people. But, mm-hmm. but the, the book that I created um, called Credibility Nation, um, uh, where I document it, uh, we, the community has got the same name. One of the, one of the things that shocked me is, is, is how people don't show up credibly, mm-hmm. right? So first, 2% mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of people have no integrity, right? So what they said right. is they booked time to do the interview. They didn't mm-hmm. show up and didn't, didn't say why before or after. Now, it's possible, Billy, I, I don't know what your numbers are. When I talk to other podcasters and I go, mm-hmm. hey, 2% of people are no-shows, they, say, they, say, they always say, that one, they say one of either two things. Hey, Mitchell, mm-hmm. that's good or that's normal. Do you find that people don't show up for your shows? No, not at all. They're always here. We have that commitment. Dude, 
Love that. See, that's awesome because what you do, which is different than most other pod, podcast people, you actually call and follow through and email. And I was on another interview and you called me 40 minutes early saying, are you showing up today? And <laughs> love that, right? I mean, absolutely love that. I appreciate it. So when people say to me, and, and I'm glad you're not one of them, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many podcasters, when they say either that those are good numbers or, mm-hmm. or that's normal, mm-hmm. my response is, no, it's not. Right. Right? right. If you're going to make right. a commitment to go on somebody's show, you're going to go on somebody's that's show. Right. Make a commitment to help your client, you help your client. Right? That's right. The, the next thing, now, here's another shocker, probably the biggest shocker to me. 4% of the people I interviewed came after the hour for a live show. So hmm. we are now um, wow. 12 minutes wow. into it. Imagine if I just show up now. Right, right. Like, like so, so let me put this in a different perspective. You're being interviewed by the global credibility expert on your credibility, and you think it's credible to come after the hour for a live show. Like, duh. Right. Right. <laughs> now, to go along those lines, I'll give you another stat, which is also similarly crazy. 23% of people came late. Now, I defined late to a live show as within three minutes. Okay. Because okay. as you know, you started panicking 40 minutes before the show. <laughs> Imagine if I didn't get in touch with you within three minutes. You're like, oh, right. no, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. It's It's a matter of being of service, right? You need right. to know who right. you're who you're interviewing with and be early. I uh, just, you know, it's on my calendar to show up 10 minutes early. In this case, we I showed up 20 minutes early only because I called and you wanted me on and we had a good chance to catch up. You're, you're impressively abnormal, <laughs> which is great. I, I love to do the same thing. I always want people to come uh, 15 minutes or 10 minutes early, you know, right. to event. Right, right, right. Now, I, I have two other stats, and I will, I will, uh, and I'll tie together my first answer. Um, but at some point in time, you're going to want me to cover cover the um, the fourth one. The fourth one is when I get to know somebody. And you do mm-hmm. the same thing. You get to know somebody really well. When I get to know somebody, and I get to, and it, and it gets, when you're talking to somebody, you get to know, like, and trust them. Right. And then what happens afterwards? I go and look to see how they show up asynchronously. Right, so when you're talking to somebody, and I, I consciously use the choice asynchronous versus synchronous. Right. And, and, and now post-COVID, post many people know it because classroom can either be asynchronous or synchronous, you know, whether right. or not it's, right. it's live and interactive or whether or not mm-hmm. it's recorded. Right, so of the people who I really got to know, like, and trust, and I then would go back and look at their LinkedIn profile and their website, Mm-hmm. 80% of those LinkedIn profiles and websites sucked. Now, let me define what the word suck means. Yeah, I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear it your doesn't mean that, that it looks bad. It doesn't right, mean right. that it wasn't pretty. It doesn't mean that it wasn't elegant. What I simply meant, and I just use that to, to capture attention. Right, right. What I really meant was it doesn't show who the person is. Right. right? It, I can't see you. Right. And if I can't see you on your asynchronous presence, I may actually never get to talk to you to get to learn what a beautiful person you really are. That's the truth. That's a very good point. And I'll be honest, I am the first to admit that when it comes to social media platforms, I could be better 
But we're living in a world where digital rhetoric has such critical influence in so many ways on who we are and what we place out in the world from a professional standpoint, at least. So therefore, we can all, I know at least I could use some leveling up. I have a question for you, though. This question actually relates to a question coming in now for one of our callers, Mitchell. This is Jason. Jason, thank you for listening. He says, this is an interesting episode. Thank you, Mitchell, for your comments. And he wanted to know, what were you doing, just, just before you go on to that thought, what were you doing before all of that you're doing now with Credibility Expert? What, did you wake up one day and say, this is something that I always wanted to do? Was this your career calling from day one when you started in your, your career pathway? You know, how did you arrive at this occasion to do this incredible work? So, Jason, great question. I was sort of bypassing that over because you threw me a loop by saying last time I was called the aha guy. <laughs> um, so let me, give you the, let me give you the end result, and then I'll tell you the story. I think the answer is yes, I was born to do what I was doing now. I just ignored it for the first 60 years of my life. Mm. Mm. Right? I mean, I've been in Silicon Valley for 35 years. For a period of time, I call myself a thought leader architect. I, I sat mm-hmm. on the board of a public firm. I've done lots of amazing things. And what happened is um, when we met last, um, I was right in the midst of the book publishing uh, world, and we actually mm-hmm. met towards the end of the time in which I was publishing books that people wrote. What I realized when I did my first TED Talk, which was at the end of, of uh, 2017, it wasn't out mm-hmm. when, when uh, you and I talked, mm-hmm. it got me thinking about the world in a different way. And I realized I needed to transform my business. Okay. So I ended up recognizing that I did not want to publish people who, who wrote their own books. My primary, my primary customer were busy, successful professionals who wanted more credibility with a book and had no time. So 2018, I created a writing school. 2019, I ended up um, flying to, I was close to you. I actually flew to Miami mm-hmm. and went to a two-day branding class. And that's when I came up with a brand, Global Credibility Expert. And it was two months later that I woke up with a Napoleon Hill moment in my head. It was simply Napoleon Hill 500 millionaires think and grow rich. If Mitchell Levy interviewed 500 thought leaders on credibility, I'd have a book. So for those who are, who are listening, I'm actually holding up a copy of my book, Credibility Nation, International Bestseller in Seven Countries. I ended up doing a TED Talk. If you just, um, the TED Talk came out in May 4th. It's got 75,000 views. I want to get it to a million. So just Google Mitchell Levy TED Talk, and it's the second one. So it's the one on, on credibility. And it was about 95% of the way through, Billy, that I, that I realized what I've been called to do my whole life and sort mm-hmm. of been ignoring. Mm-hmm. And so, so let, me, let me give you the fifth stat. We're going to tie together both it. Jason's okay. question and my fifth stat. 98% of the people I interviewed could not articulate who they served and the pain point they addressed in 10 words or less. I have to say that again. 98%. These, now, I interviewed thought leaders. Right. Over 500, right? Over 500. Over, well, now, it's, now I'm at 600, but, but 600, for the book, okay. it was 500. The numbers are still holding. 98% could not articulate who, who they serve and the pain point they mm-hmm. trust without clarity. Mm. So 
it was one of those things, like everyone kept saying, oh, Mitchell, you're amazing, or you've been able to, to help me, or um, the, typical, the typical comment was, Mitchell, I've been looking for clarity for, and then fill in the blank, two years, four years, mm-hmm. 10 years. The, the one I love is a woman by the name of Vera Jones, 12 years. Mitchell, I've been looking for clarity for the last 12 years, and you gave it to me in five minutes. Wow. So there was a teeny period of time, Billy, that I let that dubious lesson of ego say, hey, Mitchell, I'm awesome at this stuff. But what I recognized that it just – it was, to me, too straightforward, too easy. I have a process now, an approach – but one to come up with, I call it a CPOP, a customer point mm-hmm. of pain. Mm-hmm. I even have a, a course on Credibility Nation that's bundled in. That that It's a half-hour course that allows people to articulate their CPOP. And what I realized is there are two choices. Mitchell Levy walks on water, or there's a teachable moment. It just so happens that the teachable moment needs to be to the world, not just to a handful of people. Right. And so it was around 95% of the way through the interviews mm-hmm. that I recognize that there's a difference between those people who are credible mm-hmm. and those people who are not credible, and I call them not credible dubious. Okay. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold up, because this is just for you, Billy, but I'm going to say for those who are listening, I'm holding up a picture, and it's a scale. And what's, on the, what's weighted down in the scale is something called dubious or dubious nature. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. lifted high in the scale is credibility. Credibility. Credibility mission. And what I'll say is before I die, I will, we will tip the scale between those people who are credible and those people that are dubious. Wow. That's great. Folks, you're listening live to Mitchell Levy, the credibility expert. He's here with us tonight. And if you'd like to speak to him or me during this live podcast, you may do so by calling 347-539-5372. Again, that number is 347-539-5372. And I see that you're not shy. My, my dashboard is lighting up over here, Mitchell, in terms of more questions. So we're going to field a few of those questions coming in. But that yeah. communication option is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com and my Instagram on drbillyjones. I also wanted to share with our listeners that the links to Mitchell Levy's website and to Credibility Nation are provided in the description of this podcast. So you're able to go there and also his, his social media feeds. They're also included there too. So Mitchell, you mentioned before something kind of, you kind of your comments, which were all amazing. And I'm taking notes, even though I'm looking, at, we can see each other folks, but as I'm listening to him, I'm writing notes on the sides and on the margins here because he's also dropping nuggets of important information that, that, that speak to me and where I'm at and what I want to do with my own brand. Maxine has a question for you, and I'll read it now, Mitchell. She writes, what are your future goals or things you hope to accomplish before retirement? Because it sounds like it, it, from what Maxine's seeing and what I'm obviously enjoying is that you've done such incredible work with what, where you're at, but there's always more to, you know, exciting things to do and explore. So what are some of those future goals or things you'd like so, to do? So she had a she had a premonition for what I was going to say. I assume that came in before I made that last statement. It did. <laughs> before I die, we will tip the scale between credible and dubious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. I, I uh, that is not a small task. That is a transformation of, you know, I I, I don't want to talk politics, 
but let's just say that I have friends who are Republican who hate friends who are Democrat, who hate friends that are Republicans, and they don't know each other. Like, mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I, I look at Credibility Nation, and what I'll say is we have a pledge. And the pledge basically says no hate and servant leadership. And, I, and I'm happy to read, read the pledge to you. And um, compared to the pledge of the United States, which one can argue we've never actually adhered to. Right. I believe that the pledge of Credit Boeing Nation is one that we can adhere to. Mm. So would it be okay if I um, – Please if, read it. If, Please, if, if I read the pledge so, or Please. I'll just say it. So I pledge to live credibly – I'm sorry, pledge to live as a credible human. No, I, I can't. I'm on the, I've got to read it because, you know, what's so interesting is I'm so nervous. Like, we, we you know, we always like to say, oh, we're, we're not nervous. We can get in front of groups. We can do this <laughs> stuff. But I, I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I want to make sure I get this right because it's for you. So let me, uh, let me, let me just read it. Okay. I pledge to live credibly every day without hate in my life. Mm. I strive to be a good human and make this a better planet for myself, my family, and other people's families in this generation and the next. Mm. So, Billy, you know what would be cool? For somebody I never met, never know who, who recites my pledge, right? For people who start using words that I'm entering into the lexicon, like right. cred dust and cred crud right. And, right. and to have people do that. The coolest thing will be when Oxford Dictionary redefines the definition of credibility in the credibility. dictionary based on uh, the quality in which we're known, liked, and trusted. Mm, thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. And Maxine, thank you for asking that question. I, it's interesting, Maxine, uh, you've, you've been a listener for our shows, uh, you know, several episodes here to Everyday Folks, and you always come with these interesting questions that are almost premonition-like. So, Mitchell, you just, and I'm glad you mentioned that because Maxine seems to know, like, have some sense of where we're going with things here, and for that, we are grateful. Thank you, Maxine. Mitchell, you, I know that you, you looked at over 100,000 LinkedIn profiles, Okay. And which is a, a, a major, you know, a feat. It, it's, it's, it's also, I would, you know, assume very fascinating because as you're looking, you're researching, you're learning, you're understanding, you're, you're seeing the images, the, the, the visual literacy, the context by which people showcase their credibility and who they are, right? So as you're looking at these profiles, you know, you know as you look at these profiles, what makes these profiles that you see credible? Are there certain... What are the things that, that, that stand out to you initially that would make a, a, a profile or a LinkedIn um, brand credible? So you told me I have permission to talk about your Yes, LinkedIn you do. By profile. all means. Right. So, so I, I want to introduce a word, um, and, and that word is cred crud. Okay? Cred crud is... Things that we do that slightly hurt our credibility, they're not necessarily bad in and of itself, but you start piling them all together and, and they don't turn out to be good. So the best way to think about it is, is when you go to the dentist and they go, hey, you got a little bit of plaque on your teeth. 
Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit of plaque is enough to get a cavity, but you start adding more and more plaque and you're guaranteed to get a cavity. You have more and more cred crud, you're guaranteed not to be considered credible. Mm. So in looking you up, not just on LinkedIn, I we were connected um, on a number of platforms, but not LinkedIn. Yeah. You were following me, not connected. So I went to the name that appears on our Zoom call. It says Billy Jones, but you have a different name in your LinkedIn profile. Your, the name in your LinkedIn profile is Billy P. Jones. Okay. And then in other areas, I see the name Billy Paul Jones. Okay. So what I'm going to say is pick one. Ah, got it. Doesn't matter yeah. which one it is. My guess is, given that there's a lot of people with Billy Jones, right? my guess is if you wanted to sort of fully incorporate your middle name versus your middle initial, um, it, it typically it doesn't matter other than if I didn't have, like if you and I weren't talking, mm-hmm. I couldn't find you in the first two screens of LinkedIn when I typed in Billy Jones, even though you're right. following me, like wacky. And so... I would just go, oh, he doesn't have a LinkedIn profile. Oh, cred, cred, right? Mm. Um, you look at the bottom of a, it was so funny. I was talking to somebody I really adore earlier today, and the website she has had a copyright. It said 2020 at the bottom of the website. Mm. Like, Could you please make that 2021? I, I, you guys right. are credible. You need, right? You need to update right. that, right? It's worse, by the way, if it's a book publisher. Right. When publishers make mistakes on copyright, you got to wonder what else they're going to make mistakes on. Right. Right. Um, right. And so so that's the first thing just overarching for you. It's worth sitting back and thinking, OK, which which one can I really grab? Right. Got it. Everyone, yeah. Right? Now, let's look at your let's look at your LinkedIn profile. So this is for guys looking at this. It's Billy P. Jones, comma, Ph.D. And that'll get you directly to it directly to, to Billy. And so the first thing I do is I look at what appears on the screen. Okay. And there are, there are really three elements. There's the background, there's mm. the picture, and mm-hmm. then there's the tagline. Now, what I'm going to say is your background, you're using the, the, the fault background that is part of uh, LinkedIn's background. Right. So that's actually credit crud in my mind. You right. really do need to grab an image. And that image should reinforce, uh, I mentioned the word CPOP, customer point of pain. Right, the, right. The image should reinforce your purpose in life and how you're, how you're serving, right? And so a lot of times it's, you, it's a picture of an interesting background and then words that reinforce your messaging. The picture itself, dude, you're a handsome man. It's a great picture. Now, the question is the picture has you with a tie, suit and tie, if that's normal for you, yes, right? If it's not normal for you, right? If that's normal for you, great. It doesn't shout to me. It says associate professor of English and author creator of everyday folks, books and podcast. So the, that is all about you. That's uh, like the resume. Got it. Got right? it. That's not about who you serve. Right. That's a good right. point. Oh, wow. Oh no! I have to, sometimes it's really it's no, really it's, interesting. Sometimes the most obvious things are right in front of our fingertips, yeah. and we're just not seeing them. So let me tell you. So by the way, what would be your? We don't need to come up with your your exact. No, of course now, but this is great. By serve? the way, who, that's a good who question. You, you know, who do I serve? 
I serve, I serve the community of creatives and individuals who are looking for a transformational and in a different world, a space, you know, and that to me is important, you know, and I, and I think of all the things that I do, they're all interconnected with that servant aspect. And so, like you said, you can't say it in 12 words or fewer, you're saying, you're not saying enough or you're saying too much. And so I feel that I serve a community of creatives and individuals who want to transform the world. And that is so important. But now that you got me thinking, I'm not reflecting that. And a magnet no, 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 no. all. Now, when you say transform the world, that's different than what you said they need to transition. Right. No, yeah, I didn't. And yeah, so I did say transition, but I want to transform. I want to transform. <laughs> so yeah. but what is the, that is their aspiration. What is their, yeah. what is stopping them from transforming? Self. I think a lot of times we can be our own saboteur and, and see we have goals, you know, we have dreams and goals, you know, but I feel that there's a difference between those dreams and those goals. I can bring goals to fruition, you know, and so, and they're measurable. And so if, and now you got me thinking and I'm, and I'm loving this listeners, this is like really transformational in a sense for me, because this is the incredible work that Mitchell does. And it's really just giving a, a, a basic scope and a view of, of self and who you are and what you project in the world for what you want to do with others or how so, you want to serve others. And so I don't feel that I'm doing that, not at least from the digital aspect of what I'm showing. No, not there. yet. Well, so you fall into that 80% of yeah. you're a beautiful human, but you don't show people who you are. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> now, I agree. I've come up with, normally we spend a little bit more time together, but because I know you and seen you a little bit, I've come up with two potential C-pops for you. Okay. Surprisingly, they're both only five words each. Hmm. Okay. Because what you said, and I, I, I typed them in the Zoom so you could see them as well. But to me, a C-pop, and, and by the way, for those who are really interested in this, um, uh, pick up a copy of the book, Credibility Nation, it's chapter two, or watch all the stuff. I've got a lot of stuff online. Or join us at Credibility Nation. It's 10 bucks a month, and we have a course to help you get your CPOP. Mm-hmm. It starts off with, with who you serve. And I'm just going to say creatives. Got it. Creatives is a good name to reference. If you don't know what that means, you're not a prospect at the moment, so that's okay, right? Right. And then I wrote down two different things. And I like the second one better, but the first one was creatives who need to transition. Okay. But what I like better was creatives not living their dreams. Mm. I like it. I like the second one better. It resonates better. It really does. So, so here's what's interesting. First of all, you need to sleep on it. Let it sit. Obviously, it you could change it. <laughs> and we could always change our CPOP. Like when I was doing the interviews – at that 95 percentile, my bigger overarching CPOP, mm-hmm. humans that want to be seen as credible. Mm. What I'm doing now for Credibility Nation, because I need to find – that's a really big thing, right? Right, right, so what right. I've really done is fine-tuned it to be businesses that feel invisible. Oh, got it. Because there's so many reasons why they feel invisible. Right. Not all so obvious, but for you – you, you have to feel invisible if people don't see what your real CPOP is because, by the way, you're not expressing it. Correct. Correct. Right? Makes sense. Right? So that's an, easy, that's an easy one. 
So what happens now, let's go back to your LinkedIn profile. Sure. If your CPOP is creatives not living their dreams, well, that could be part of the banner that's at the end of your... At the end, right, right, right. You know, when you... It's part of your... It's part of the, the statement that you have. It doesn't mean you can't include some of the other things. Of course. Because being an associate professor is a credibility builder. Having a podcast is a credibility builder. That said, you want to attract those creatives who are not living their dreams. Right. And that needs to be part of the image that goes behind it. Now, let me tell you what I do next. I'll just do okay. one more thing and then I'll okay. get to the next thing. I love thing. this, by the way. Thank I, you. And thank you, all listeners. This is great. This is all totally unrehearsed if you're listening live. This is what makes <laughs> this is super oh, awesome. Well, so thank you, Mitchell. Be, by the way. Um, <laughs> if you scroll to the bottom, so I'm mm-hmm. now scrolling to the bottom. Now, one of the things I'll say is you, uh, even without getting to the bottom, there's all this real estate that you don't take advantage of. So maybe I'll, we'll, we'll come back up. So I scroll to the bottom where it says skills and endorsements. Mm, got it. I'm there. All right. So, dude, uh, I, for you, would you be mad if I said pathetic? <laughs> no. All right. Because I, I don't mean it. I mean it with no, heart. I don't, I don't. I'm not offended at all. <laughs> all right. So listen, what happens now? Some people say, "Oh, I never looked at that stuff." I do. What I want to see yeah, is I, I want to see your CPOP, right? I want to see creatives not living their dreams, and then I want to grow, go to the bottom, and I want to see three of those things at 99 plus. Mm-hmm. Right now, it says university teaching, leadership development, faculty development. I would say none of that has to do with creators. Maybe university teaching, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But none of those have to do, and and the numbers are five, six, nine. So you know more than enough people when you come up with a CPOP and it becomes you. And when you decide what that is, come up with the three phrases. The three, right, 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 right. Got it. Listen, I absolutely adore you. Just send me a note, say, Mitchell, endorse me for these three things, and I'll go in and I'll just – it's a simple click. Right, right. Now, by the way, uh, ready for an interesting marketing technique? You go, go to it. your prospects who could use your business, and you go, hey, listen, you've known me for a while. You've interacted with me. Or if you, if, you can in, if you can endorse me for these three things, I just talked with Mitchell Levy, had him on the show. I have to make this change, and I'd love to get this to 99 plus. Can you help me? You're That's talking. You're technically asking them for somewhere between sure. twenty to thirty seconds of right. time. You're reminding them who you are, and you're telling them for the first time what you do. So if I could if share this, your LinkedIn profile. This is great. I love it. I love it, and I have to share. I, I've only had two occasions like this, Mitchell, on Everyday Folks, because I'm just mesmerized by your words. That's why I'm pretty. I'm much more silent than I usually am, folks, because Mitchell's just imparting knowledge and. I need to sign up for CredibilityNation.com. You all need to visit it because if this is what I'm getting right now in, this, in just 60 minutes, imagine what you can get per month. So I'm endorsing Credibility Nation right now on Everyday Folks Radio, I, and, and I haven't tried it yet, and I'm about to. But secondly, there's something else here. The last time I had this movement, this, this, this excitement, and this was four years ago when I had another gentleman on. His name was Ronald Mapp. He talked about genealogy, and he actually had a moment where he had this moment where he he says, "Well, Billy, I actually did your own lookup." I'm like, "Wait a minute!" So like, <laughs> so it's almost like the interviewer becomes the interviewee, and it's super exciting here. 
But I love what you're offering here because I admit, as I shared earlier, a lot of folks who are listening to this episode, I think what you're gaining here is true insight to the power of your own digital brand and messaging and what you want the world to know of the incredible work that you're doing. And that takes thought. It takes continuous work and development. And that's why looking and seeking resources such as Credibility Nation, it helps you know, move that. Now, I, I, I see it. I, I feel it and I understand it. And I'm also a little biased, folks, because Mitchell has been here. He is a friend of everyday folks. So I am admitting that I've seen what he does. I've watched the TED Talks, and I've seen the power of his words. But now I'm feeling them firsthand as a live episode. So I, I thank you for that, Mitchell, very, very much. And because of that, if you don't mind me cutting in for just a moment, I'm getting a number of questions that are coming in from folks that are related to a lot of things here. So thank you. <laughs> so let's take a oh, couple of them. Oh, people are saying, do mine, do mine. Do Sorry, mine, do me, time. do me, but not necessarily. <laughs> yes, folks, and, and folks, yes, you can get that support, but you got to go to Credibility Nation and check out the information there. There's a lot of good stuff here, and I certainly will be doing so as well. So, Mitchell, there is a question coming in from Simpson, and Simpson wants to take us on a different path. So we're going to talk a little bit about your TED Talk experience. He writes, he or she writes, what, what was it like being on TED Talk? And what did you learn or gain from that experience? Mm. So what was it like? You know, the, the interesting part, notice before when I started to give the pledge and I messed it up twice and said, oh, wait, I got to read it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I, and then I just was very authentic by saying I'm nervous. Right. By the way, I've been I've given 3000 professional speeches. I've been on, I don't know, at least 500 podcasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I technically I'm not nervous, but I do look at the underarms after I'm done and I sweat, mm-hmm. even if I don't feel nervous. So I just now label it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many speeches you've ever done in your life, when you're going to jump on a TED or a TEDx stage, uh, and I did two TEDx's, right? So mm-hmm. when you jump on a TEDx stage, you're going to get nervous. So right. Right. one of the authors we published, um, Laura Sokola, Laura is a speaking coach, and she now has a TED, TEDx talk that has, I'm just going to say TED talk, it's easier. She has mm-hmm. a TED talk that has over 6 million views. Mm-hmm. And so when I got my first talk, I, I, I talked to her and I said, okay, what do I need to learn? And she told me two things. She goes, Mitchell, first, I know you don't do this, but you're going to have to memorize your talk. Okay. I don't memorize anything. And then second, you're going to recognize that. And now this is, I gave my second talk during COVID. So there wasn't an audience. There was just the okay. other speakers. But but she said, a lot of times TEDx's are in front of college students. You're not speaking to the audience. You're speaking to the camera, and you're speaking to the people who are going to watch it later, right? And I think so. That's the that's the how, or mm-hmm. or, or that's the what. The how you go to the TED site. Um, I think it's TED.com/events/TEDx, and you can right, see all the right. TEDx's coming on, and you apply. Now let's talk about how does it make me feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I've now done two TEDx's. Mm-hmm. The first one, 
was the result of me completely changing my business from a publish anybody to a done-for-you publishing company. The second one, now it was not really the TED Talk was a ramification of it, but I doing 500 interviews right. changed my life to focus on something new. And the TED stage, I think what I'm going to say the second time out, because it was COVID and I mm-hmm. couldn't get in front of physical audiences, I practiced that in front of 30 different groups, mm-hmm. individuals or groups. The first mm-hmm. one actually mm-hmm. was Success North Dallas, which I speak at uh, in December timeframe. And so I actually practiced in front of 80 people was my first, first time practicing. But what's really cool is if you have a friend who's smart and capable mm-hmm. and you say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm doing a, a TED Talk at this time. Would you mind listening and giving feedback? Like, it's really right. hard for people to say no. Right. And if you talk to people who view the world orally, kinesthetically, visually, who view the world from different points of view, and you ask for their feedback, you get some amazing comments and focus. And, and, and one of the things, I, uh, Billy, if you, if, uh, if you remember from the most current TED Talk, mm-hmm. I actually even named the 10th reviewer by name because what he wow. gave was so profound, wow. right? And I just, Good. it was just, so what, what happens is similar to what I said before, if you ask people to do endorsements for your LinkedIn profile, right, right. if you ask 30 people to give you feedback in your TED Talk, guess what? They also kind of own the TED Talk right. with you, right? Right. Because it's a joint, it really is a collaborative effort. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I talked to somebody who was an NLP expert. And one of the things in the TED talk is there's a point in time where I show a slide that's a black, uh, a bl- half black, half white. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what I say, it is not as simple as, as black or white. And I'm talking about credible or dubious. Credible. Right, 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 right. And what I actually say, which is NLP speak, mm-hmm. I show the, I show the black and white uh, slide and they say we need a pattern interrupt mm. right and that shows up on this i don't know if the ted talk captured it but it actually showed up on the slide on the for yeah. three seconds and that's nlp speak that's not something i would have actually bundled in until right. it was close it was probably practice number 26 where i had somebody right. who was an nlp expert and she goes mitchell there's something missing you go from this thing to this thing and it you don't have the right transition in place you need a pattern interrupt right there and i go yes i do (laughs) thank you right (laughs) and by the way billy that's one of the components of being of being credible is being coachable right absolutely oh that was great simpson thank you for your question by the way have another one for you, Mitchell. And folks, I know you're getting into those questions. We have 13 minutes left in this live podcast. I'm truly just moved tonight and learning, taking notes, Mitchell. I got my notes over here. And so if you haven't, if you're joining us now live for the very first time, we're with the amazing global credibility expert, Mitchell Levy. And he is here tonight to talk about the incredible work that he's doing with Credibility Nation. Check it out at CredibilityNation.com. If you'd like to speak to us in the next 13 minutes, I see none of you are calling, but I'll still give that number. It's 347-539-5372. Again, that's 347-539-5372. But you aren't shy in the inbox, and we're grateful for that. So, Mitchell, we're going to try to get to at least four of these. There are like six of them lingering here. Um, But four of these questions are really good. 
The inbox is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And you see me on Instagram. So thank you for sending that out. So Mitchell, here's a question for you that I'd like to ask. It's from Dustin, and Dustin asks the following. Did you always have a passion for helping people? It shows, at least in, in the sound of your voice. Oh, sweet. Um, if, I, if I said yes, would that be sometimes yes and not knowing it, but yes? Right. Um, I've always been, just to be clear, I've always been that person, although I only speak one language, um, mm-hmm. English, and probably not even Queen's English, so not, not really good English. And, uh, but I've always been the person who has been able to talk, take an engineer and speak engineers um, <laughs> and then translate that to the salesperson. And then mm-hmm. take the salesperson stuff and translate that to marketing. And then same thing with finance. So I've, I've always felt good about hearing people and helping them be heard, helping them be understood, helping them be seen. Thank you for that. Dustin, thanks for the question. Here's another question. This is from an unknown. There is no name on this. I can't even decipher it from my Instagram. But here is the question. It reads as follows. What's the one common error new entrepreneurs make when starting their companies? Mm. That's a great question. And I'm trying to figure out the, I I don't want to give the same. So first I'll give the same first answer is you need to define who you're going to serve and the pain point you're going to address. I mean, really. And, and I think probably if I'm going to do a common answer, let me do a common answer. Prior to okay. COVID, prior to COVID started, and I normally do 10 to 20 uh, Zoom calls a day. Prior to COVID starting, I would say about 20% of the people I interacted with mm-hmm. had been at some point in time, I don't know if I want to use the word swindled, we'll just say they were sold a bill of goods on the internet and wasn't delivered what they were told to do. Okay. Right? The, the coaching services, whatever, they mm-hmm. didn't just mm-hmm. deliver. I'm not going to say post-COVID because we're still in COVID. But nowadays, that number went from 20% to 80%. Okay. So the most common mistake that people make is thinking there's an easy button and that somebody has it and all you have to do is spend money and you get it. That's the most common mistake. Mm. So if you want to be an entrepreneur and start a business, find the first person who knows, loves, and trusts you and tell them that you're willing to do this for them and the price you're going to charge is free plus a video testimonial. Mm. Then take that video testimonial and take it to the next person and say, listen, I don't know what I want to charge for this, so pay me at least a dollar or whatever you think it's worth and a video testimonial. Mm. And with two video testimonials, and we're talking about things you could do in a shorter period of time. Right, right, right. right. You know, a couple hours or a couple weeks, depending on what it takes you, right? Then take those two video testimonials and the person who's paid you a certain amount and now you can start charging. Mm. And uh, there's, th- so to think you can get around the getting your PhD in the school of hard knocks is probably the biggest mistake most, most entrepreneurs make. Thank you for that. That was great. And this next question kind of leads back into that similar vein of you know, talk or discussion. I'll read it to you. It's again, the reader, it might be the same person. So call, listener, thank you for the question. It reads as follows, Mitchell. What advice do you give to new business owners who are trying to establish their brands? 
You know, I think I would just take take what I just answered. Right. And then what you can do is part of your brand is what people say about you. Right. I mean, if you're thinking about, to me, another way to think about credibility, remember, credibility is the quality in which people know, like, and trust you. I sometimes interchange the word like and love, right? right. So it's, it's right. how people know, like, and trust you. Another way to think about credibility, it is your character plus other people's perception of your character. Okay? So your character is who you are, and other people's perceptions of your character is who you are when you're not around. Like, what do people think of you? So you want to establish brand in the marketplace. Well, having video testimonials of customers talking about how you've helped them be successful right. is no better way to, to do that. Now, there's so many things associated with branding, and we covered a number of them. If you go back mm-hmm. to, the, to mm-hmm. when we talked about your LinkedIn profile and how to do other right, things, right, all right. these tactical things to do. But if I'm going to summarize that a big picture, mm-hmm. have clients capture their, their video testimonials and have them be able to articulate who you are and what you do in five words or less, which creatives not living their dreams. That's kind of a cool thing for people to be talking about you. Mm, thank you for that. I have, a, I have a personal question to ask Mitchell and it's related to, you know, life during 2020 was an unprecedented year. So adjective to use, right? But what have you, you know, what have you learned during this this season that has really helped you further understand credibility? Has has the has the pandemic in any way had any influence on that? Because I know your work precedes that, of course. But has there been any um, change or awareness, an epiphany that perhaps may have arrived in your in the incredible work we are doing with Credibility Nation as it relates to you know your journey and trying to make it through the pandemic? You know, it's really fascinating. So first we'll say I've been working out of my garage or working out of my house since 1997. So the having the ability to work and interact out of my physical location without having a commute has been part of my life. That's pretty, that's, uh, I don't want to say old hat because I have a hat, but you know, that's something I'm comfortable with. What I will say is, and it'll be interesting to see how this transforms or how this revolutionizes, is the world kind of woke up to recognize how unbelievably shitty their lives were, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? It's those people who live in New York City or even the the Miami commute, uh, Mm -hmm. the New York City commute of two hours each way. Right, right. You know, those people who woke up and go, why and and those that were lucky enough to still have their jobs work from their house and to be potentially more effective than they were post because they now right. have and having four extra hours a day in their lives so people woke up and go wait a second the world was a certain way it's now another way it's okay mm-hmm. that my kids or my dog or my cat come on my zoom because that is life the separation between life and work has changed dramatically. Um, and the, the cool part is it doesn't ever have to go back. Now, people are saying, hey, it'll never go back to normal or there's a new normal. Let's right. just be clear. There is never, ever, ever going to be a normal again yes. of any type. 
Agreed. Agreed. We've now recognized the transformative powers that the internet and technology has had on us. And if you're smart enough as an entrepreneur to recognize that as the world continues to change, where you can put yourself in front of a particular moving car, moving motion and jump in, if you're smart enough to figure that out, you'll end up, and by the way, you can't send your laurels that to continue to change with it. Um, That is really powerful. And so, it's interesting when I see people, it's depressing to see how many people now have been taken advantage of by some expert who says this is how it works. Right. Um, and I'm, I, I can see, though, that people can change. And so in terms of credibility nation, it's that some people go, well, what's the difference between that and anything else? And part of the answer for you is just the power of this conversation. Right. But the real answer right. is, we need to do the thing that's right. We need to do going back to the pledge of credibility nation versus the pledge of the, the United States of America, which one is easier to achieve? Cause we've had a couple hundred years of the pledge of the United States of America. We haven't achieved that one yet. Right. So let's, let's try to achieve one, which is no hate and servant leadership. And we're coming down to our last three minutes together, Mitchell. And folks, we can't thank you enough for listening to all of your questions and comments. Continue to send those over, and I'll bridge those over to Mitchell and his team. There's some great thoughts here. Mitchell, Credibility Nation clearly is, you know, the incredible work you're doing and the work that you want to continue doing in the future. And you mentioned the scale. You shared phenomenal examples and personal nuggets for me that I am definitely taking forward. So what's coming up in the future? What's next? in terms of all of this great stuff that you're doing. And folks, credibilitynation.com, check it out while we're chatting. So what's next for you, Mitchell? Uh, that's awesome. Thank you. And, and we'll, we'll, if you want to put it in the show notes, there'll be a, there'll be a link that people can go to as well. Right? Okay, thank um, you. You know, the thing that's interesting is there's so many different ways to, to influence and, and to have people focus on credibility. One of those that may be the most powerful, and we'll see, is uh, credentialing. So to allow people to, 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 be, um, to get certifications of being credible. And there's so many, there are many different peoples and forms doing that. So that's probably uh, the most relevant in terms of, of stuff that we do. We have a good process in place for members to, to, continue, to continue to grow and learn. Um, and now we're talking about a, so what's in the blueprint that was on the roadmap but now being pulled forward is the different companies I'm working with to create different forms of certification associated with credibility. Thank you, Mitchell. And I want to say thank you for coming back for this reunion show and your second time with Everyday Folks, and you know you'll be back again in the future. And folks, please do check out CredibilityNation.com. Go and check it out. Go to my website at everydayfolksradio.com. You can click on Mitchell Levy's website as well. It's under who I'm supporting. You'll see him there. And as well, this recording will be provided available in all the archives of Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Lastly, don't forget to tune in. We have another show coming this this Friday on the 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to everydayfolksradio.com and stay tuned. Thank you, Mitchell, for being on the show, and thank you, listeners, for for checking in. Love your questions. Thanks, Billy. You're welcome.